This is Mac. No. Too much, too much Do not go Robbins. back to that guy. When we first started Hi. recording, I'm Mac. Did, yeah. Do All that. you bitches gonna suck my balls. <laughs> Don't be that guy. This is L.O., BK's finest, now resonating in Harlem. Resonating? resonating or residing? What are you, glowing, motherfucker? Yes. Resonating. It's your boy, Vincenzo Bacazzi. Oh, fuck. Bacazzi! Bacazzi! <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that nigga? And uh, how he get in here? How the fuck he get in? Who told him to get in here? Hey, what's up? This is Alaric. Mr. Take Your Pick. This is Alaric. Mr. Fuck Yo. This is Alaric, a.k.a. Okay, okay. Let me finish my point. Alright, good. This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, aka Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is Hello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy Vin, aka Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, I'm being a provider. This is a trigger warning. Killed 50 people. Politics, racism, sexual abuse. This is bullshit. Let me finish. Welcome to Decoding 40. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rook, a.k.a. Whoopi, and I am here with my main mans. This is L.O.Dot, a.k.a. John Lewis was a legend, and you better recognize. No doubt, no doubt. What's up? You got your boy Vin in the building, a.k.a. I wish I had some air conditioning that didn't sound so loud because it's hot as fuck in my basement. Because <laughs> it's a heat wave. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? <laughs> What's up? This is Alaric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alaric's here. Motion in the basket. It's, just, it's like a weird guy is just keeps sneaking in the studio and it's like, it's me. I oh, keep trying to look out my window and see Alaric looking through it from outside. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, this is Alaric. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who is yo. this? Hi, hi, this is Alaric. Yo, yo. Oh my God, I'm going to the police. <laughs> Literally, I took a screenshot of Alaric. I'm going to put the text on it. Yo. Say, if do less was a person. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God! There's a black man calling my house, and he keeps saying his name is Alaric. Um, do less was a person. Um. Hi. <laughs> Happy little tree. Let me take some bad background. Happy. That is. That is literally the scary black man. <clears throat> cool, man. So, what is going on in your lives, fellas? Everything's going good, man. Uh. Had a little vacation last week. Well, this last, I, you know, I had a short week. So it was only, I had, I got, I was off until last Wednesday and I'm, I normally work Wednesday through Sunday. So I went back to work Thursday. Yo, the this whole weekend with the heat down in the subway, it was like all the crazies was out. All, all, it must've been a full moon or something was in retrograde because two, two out of the fucking four days I went back to work, I had to stay late because of some stupid shit. And uh, then I'm like, 
the on Sunday, it's like I'm just crossing my fingers because I don't want to have any incidences. I want to go home on time and I'm going to go get my lunch from another spot. And this dude is on the platform just bussing the fucking fluorescent light bulbs. And I'm just looking at him. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he looks at me. And so I call for police because now it's a police situation. The police come and I'm like, yo, the dude's right there. They go, where is he? I'm like right there with the fucking red bag. Yo, they stopped the dude and they let the dude go. Was he white? <laughs> no, he was he he was Spanish looking, right? But okay. the thing is, they don't want to fucking fill out any paperwork. So oh. he fucking lets the guy go. He's like, where, where, where was he? I said that you just was talking to the dude. Well, do you have any <laughs> video of it? And I'm like, yo, look at this motherfucker's hands. He probably got all types of fluorescent dust on his fingertips. I mean, come on. That's they don't want to do no investigation. Do you have video? No. I, I basically got to catch him on video, but you know, that's, I don't know if that's backlash or what's going on with defunding the police or what that situation is, but yo, they just let dude walk away. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man. And, but that's Wait, how but what, did he do? what did he do? What did he do? He was jumping up and you know, the, the, the fluorescent track lighting that's in the subway no. the, on the platforms. All right. So yes. on the platforms, you have the lighting. He was gotcha. jumping up and knocking out the bulbs. Okay. And now it's falling mm. on the platform and it's creating a hazard. That's dangerous. And, and he was doing that. He he must have hit about about three tracks of lighting. And, and if you know fluorescent lighting, you got those long bulbs. So now you have glass all over the fucking platform. Any customer gets off the train now, a child who's wearing slippers or sandals, that glass can cut someone's foot. Someone can fall. A number of things could happen. So you, you know, wanted him arrested for that, Karen? <laughs> no, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. So fuck you. <laughs> it's my that's job. That's if what your I do children are wearing, if your children are wearing flip flops on the subway, whose fault is that? Wait a minute, wow. Republican <laughs> Rick is in the building. No, I, I'm just saying. Hey, Leon, are your children wearing flip flops on the subway? My kids don't wear flip flops. Only on the beach. There you go. Then, you, you've, ne- you've never seen a child wearing sandals like a I didn't say I've people? never seen it. I said, whose fault is it? OK, so what if it's just wow. a woman who has an open toe shoe, Rick, because it's hot as balls outside because it's right. summertime and right. she just ha- does not see the glass and she's walking up there and it slides yes. in there and it slices her foot open. Is that also her fault? Mitch McConnell? <laughs> Ooh. Add how many attacks off the technically. Let's go. Technically, technically, I, 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 I I don't see why a, a rational person would wear flip-flops on the subway. It's one of the dirtiest places. I didn't say flip-flops. I said open-toe shoe. Okay. Open a woman just shoe. has an open-toe shoe. It's not flip-flops. So it's just when you, when you go on the subway, you've got a degree. So when you go on the subway, it's a requirement in the Campbell household to wear Timberlands and wrap your foot <laughs> in steel gauze. Your foot better be covered. I don't care. I if find it's it better be covered. You're taking this position, though. I find it fascinating. Oh, your, wow. your foot better be covered. No, I'm wow. really, I'm really just being a dick. Okay, I got <laughs> I'm you. <being> a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a dick because I was calling you a Karen for calling yeah, yeah. the police. Oh you know? wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah, doing my over. job, man. Just doing my job, you know. Snitching, I know. On a job is the snitch. Hold up, the snitch. Yo, hold up. <laughs> and the snitch of the week will go to. No, I fucking almost spit water all over my computer screen when you said that shit. Oh, that was funny. Oh, then your whole infrastructure would be my infrastructure to be compromised, yo. For, for real, for real. Oh my goodness. 
But yeah, that's pretty much, man. I, I mean, other than that, it's just trying to beat this heat, man. We're having a hell of a heat wave in New York right now. I'm a little concerned because it's supposed to be in the high 90s until this Thursday. And I'm more worried about the way things are going in 2020 that the whole goddamn grid goes down and we have a damn blackout. And that would be very ugly. That would be very ugly. Considering I just went shopping and, and bought groceries, you know what I mean? So, hell yeah. Mm. And you got a new refrigerator. I have not even gotten it yet. You know, this is the irony of this shit. I went to Home Depot. I have to wait until September for it to get delivered. And the motherfucker sent me my first bill. So I'm paying for the motherfucker <laughs> before I even get the motherfucker. And you gotta I got to make I, sure your credit is good. We got to get that money. Listen, I, I was I was going to call them up and be like, you know that I'm not getting this refrigerator until September. Maybe right. you could bill me in October, but it's the bill's not that much. It's just to me, it's a principle of the thing. Like, you know, the, I haven't even got the shit yet. Yeah. But, you know, well, it's, it's I guess what it is, it's, it's two separate departments. The credit department only knows is that I charged it and this is when it's going to get it has mm-hmm. to be paid. So whatever, man. So how are you keeping the food cold? I have two refrigerators. I have a refrigerator in the basement. It's just not as big as the one that I had upstairs. It's rich nigga shit. That's not rich nigga shit. It happens to be that. My other refrigerator. Well, my refrigerator, the one I have down in the basement. (laughs) The one in the West Wing. The one in the basement came from my old apartment. And when I moved in, the uh, kitchen was furnished with a refrigerator and a stove and all that stuff like that. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. You know, but but my third refrigerator where I stir my, where I store my furs and I, uh, <laughs> like the, uh, red yeah. They say if you keep the coins cold, it makes it more valuable. So that's <laughs> Come follow us over at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Decoding40. Be social. Peace. L, what's good with you, man? So I talked about it last week. We're going through some renovations in the apartment and, um, this apartment is basically the ghetto version of this old house. And we are <laughs> struggling. Strugg- it's the good times version of this old house. Turns out we had seen some water damage on the ceiling maybe a couple months ago. And then, you know, thought, okay, we'll, we'll eventually deal with it. But what's the worst that could happen? So they opened up the wall. The, the, one of the bedroom walls shares a wall with the kitchen. And <laughs> the pipe, the water pipe, has essentially disintegrated. Mm. Mm. To the point where I had walked over to see the work that they were doing. There was no pipe between my floor and two two floors below. Wow. So the water, so whatever fell in the pipe was it was 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 a lucky accident. Exactly. Just a lucky accident. So it, it was a nightmare waiting to happen. So thankfully, God loves us. And nothing happened. Well, we did get some uh, damage a couple a while back where um, water was kind of traversing down the one of the walls in the hallway, which destroyed all the flooring in the hallway. So hold up. You'll be like, what's that sound coming from the wall? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly the waterfall. Jesus Christ. Man. So because of that, we have to now um, remodel in the, the whole bedroom now once they get finished, which hmm. May get delayed because some people aren't letting uh, these uh, the contractor into their homes because of a very, you know, a myriad of reasons, including COVID concerns. So there's that. And um, and then also it turns out we're going to have to remodel the bathroom, or the, the, one of the bathrooms. So I'm taking quotes for that. And my wife is like, she's been pretty hands off with the renovation and hits me with the, well, whatever you think is best is fine with me. 
Oh. So, which is translation mm. is like, if you it turns out care. bad, you it's, fucked up. It's on right. you. <laughs> but if it, if it turns out great, we did a great job. The joke's right. on so, you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on you. So, oh, man. So, yeah, just dealing with that and just the house is a, a mess. Like, Yo, Al, Al, no pressure. Just, uh, you know. Right. None. No pressure. None. <laughs> so just now I'm ordering materials and tiles and uh, vanity and mirrors and lights and everything. So that is not a process. So I like so, so basically, so it's one mirror, not six, six or seven of them. Right, right. But that's what I was about to say. So now I've gotten all the ACs out of the house. Now I'm replacing it with, with bathroom uh, furniture. <laughs> like, oh, damn it, man. So where you live at, you have to you have to pay for renovations yourself or does that go? Is that a part of because of the repairs they're doing? Let right, me see so, it the way I want it to look, basically. Right, exactly. So the repairs okay. that they're doing, they have to restore the bathroom to at minimum what it used to look like. But I mm-hmm. didn't, I never liked those tiles anyway. So it was like, mm-hmm. why don't put those tiles back up? Because mm-hmm. I hate them, and there's no sense of putting them up so we can tear them back down. So mm-hmm. I, I bought the tiles, the subway tiles that I really like, and. Mm-hmm. Actually, I did not get the subway tiles I really like. I got the plan B mm-hmm. because plan A wasn't going to arrive till the end of August. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You have to get done now. Yeah. Everything's on back order, man. Everything. I, I, everything. You know what? It, I wanted to get my fence done. And they said that because they get all of their uh, Home Depot gets most of their wood from Canada because that's where the forest and shit are. Hmm. They're not even delivering. They The border is like fucking closed with, for deliveries because of COVID and everything like that. So. You, you can literally order something and have to wait. And the same thing with the, fr- the refrigerators and everything like that. I don't know where these things are made. If mm-hmm. there's like, if Home Depot has a massive warehouse somewhere in Canada, I don't know. But mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is very difficult to get. Anything, I just read something that there's a short on aluminum and yeah. mm-hmm. aluminum cans because yeah. of COVID, ironically, people are buying more beers and cans. And a lot of these, a lot of the metal that they would save on by putting the beer in the kegs because the restaurants are not open. So what oh, are they right. doing with these fucking kegs? You got to right, look right. here. It's got to go somewhere. And there's a shortage on aluminum cans, ironically. But uh, yeah, I, I think I told you guys I ordered the desk uh, the first week of July. It will not arrive till the end of August or maybe September. Wow. wow. They, are, they are cutting the tree right now. No, it's it's a it's a metal desk, but it's oh, wow. it's still it's like it's crazy. That's nuts. That's not Adam Clayton Powell put that pipe in himself. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I have been trying Keep the faith, to, baby. Absolutely, you know what it is. Um, I haven't left the house, and so I find you know every now periodically I go out. That's why I'm still nursing the same bottle I got. But I have been trying to. I've taken on a new project. First of all, I hired a life coach, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talk about that but i but I, I had life coach and she's like well you know let's figure out what you want in your life and and i don't something just clicked with i talk to life coaches all the time and it was just something about her that just connected with me but anyway um, is she from the dominican republic she is not actually. Okay. she's from westchester all right. <laughs> just asking yeah, just yeah. trying to get some details yeah yeah, yeah. i just said okay <laughs> That's fine. I caught you through it, Papa. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Come on, you go. You're such a big man, Papa. You can do it. When you when, when anybody you can do it, Papa. Anybody's ready for a break from COVID? Let me know. Uh, <laughs> I will. I will give you. I will give you a vacation, Papa. You can do it. You can do it. This is your life, Papi. 
when everybody is ready, I will give them Fantasy Island. Tell me <laughs> I will make it happen. Oh shit! Holy so you got the life so, coach. So yeah, I got the life coach, and and she's been like, you know, well, what are you what are you doing? And I was like, well, I got to get my health back in order, whatever, whatever. She was like, all right, well, get up every day, and what what do you want to do? I'm like, well, I'm going to work on some languages. I want to work on my health. Um, so she's like, all right, cool. We're going to do X amount of time per day on self-care. We're going to do X amount of time per day on languages. We're going to do X amount of day. She goes, but I need to pull you out of your business because you're spending too much time working, which is true. I spend mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of time working. And this is actually the first time I feel like I've been caught up in like months. But anyway, so I've, I've been doing some of that. And then also I've taken on this. We, we are actively trying to move for a lot of reasons, but we don't know where we can move to, what that's going to look like, what the world is going to look like, everybody's work situation. So we're trying to figure out what that move situation looks like. So in the meantime, I am trying to, I've taken on this home automation project. So I'm trying to automate as many things in the house as I possibly can. So I've been working on the Alexa and the Google assistant and the lights and the shades. And I'm trying to make as much of these things work as autonomously as they can, including, um, you know, home services, things we get done. So I've been taking that, that stuff on. So that's been my project. I just been, is there a particular reason why you want it to be automated? Um, so for example, let's say the blinds, the blinds in my house are a big fight. Like it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. It's not, but after a certain time, I feel like I'm living in a fishbowl and I don't want to feel like I'm living. Like when the sun goes down, I feel like I'm living in a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. And during the day, my wife wants sunlight, respectively understood. Um, at the same time, we have blackout curtains in the bedroom, right? So it's, it's like there's a lot of different things happening and going on, temperature, air quality. We live in a small space. And also I'm trying to test this. So when we do move, I have a little bit of knowledge around the area. Um, and I also want to do some of the stuff for my mom. You know, my mom's 80, 89 and I want to I want to automate some of her stuff. I want to put some cameras in her house and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Just so I know what's going on and all that kind of stuff. So I've just been doing the homework. I've just been doing the homework on how to gotcha. do it. Gotcha. Let me ask you, you don't you don't think that automation will frustrate your mom? Because I've been trying to do some yeah. with my devices and it can be extremely frustrating trying to get Alexa to do one fucking task. <laughs> um I think it will frustrate my mom. So I'm trying to pull her out of the process. I'm trying to let things happen without her having to touch it. And the same thing here. Right. So I'm trying to have it at sunrise. The blinds open at sunset. The blinds close. Right. So so things are happening kind of (laughs) as they normally would. Don't freak out at all. Right. 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 Just when the blinds close and she'll be like, there's a ghost in here. We got to move. I got to move out of this motherfucking house. There's a ghost. Now you get a whole different type of call now. Right. 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 Baby, the blinds just closed themselves. What is going on in here? Right. 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 And then I'm trying to take it to the next level. So my mother has this huge property with all this grass and she's paying this guy to cut the lawn. He does a fantastic job and then i'm thinking about the snow and all these things and i found a an automatic uh, lawnmower and i found an automatic snow blower and it'll automatically go out and shovel the snow and and i didn't know it was like, possible so like a roomba yeah like a roomba mm, it'll go out really? and shovel the snow that's kind of dope i can't afford that. that's kind of dope you know i mean it costs a little bit it takes some time to set it up but once it's set up you know, and, and then I thought the property was too big and I talked to the guy and he was like, no, it costs a couple grand. But once you put it in, it's in and that's it. And it just and it has anti theft. So for whatever reason, if my mother's not there, or I'm not there and this device is cutting the grass and somebody comes and steals it, um, you can find it. It has GPS on it. It's interesting. I just thought it was that's interesting. Dope. So I'm trying to, 
You know, I'm trying to find it's what time to cut the grass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what, what 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 kind of piece of shit human being would Joe steal somebody else's lawnmower? Yo, oh, a lot of that. Oh, what? Yo, what? When my mother was getting. Did you home. live in the 80s? I'm so I'm sorry. Did you live through the <laughs> right. 80s and the 90s? But we're in the 2000s now. When, it's like, it's about to go back to the 80s and 90s. When my the crackheads, the crackheads are still alive. Let me just let you know. They're still alive. <laughs> you know they don't die. Wait, we talking about Long Island. When yeah, mom, that's what I'm saying. When my mom was getting that house renovated, they went up and stole her. When she wasn't there, they stole the lawn furniture. Wow. They stole the, they kicked over. My grandfather has these beautiful lions that are still there, but they kicked those over, which was clearly a racist statement. Um, and they stole the sign. There was a sign with a light with a cable that went back to the house. So you can, it was basically a, a lit sign with the, with the family name and the address. Somebody stole that. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. They stole my mother's $12,000 dock. Check. Cause my mother lives on the water. They that stole the dock. Um, what else did they, they stole? I want to steal a dock. Somebody backed up a pickup truck. There was no cameras. They threw the, they, they, because it was a, it was a, what do you call it? A floating dock. So Let basically, something. There's a lot of heroin addicts out oh, there yeah. in, heroin, in, absolutely. in Suffolk County. There's yeah. a lot of that shit going on. Is jealousy is jealousy and poor wow. folks. And you got this black family that has money that's not there. You know, I ain't got no money. She got, she had a little bread and she got this, this dock that floated because, so, so what happens for, in New York? What happens, guys, is in the summer, it's warm. You roll your dock out. In the winter, the water freezes. So they make the dock so they float instead of them being fixed. So mm-hmm. when the water freezes, you just pull the docks onto the shore mm-hmm. and then you don't have to buy a new dock next year. But those docks are like 4,000 per segment. Mm-hmm. So she had three or four segments of this dock so you could walk out on the water and be, you know, with the birds or whatever the hell you're going to do. And somebody stole the dock. So my mother has lost at least twenty or $30,000 of stuff Jesus that Christ. they have stolen. So now, and now my mother's 89. There's people coming and going. I don't know who they are. So I want to mm. put cameras in there. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. whatever. And there's an Alexa there. So I'm just trying to just, you know, I don't, I don't want it to be creepy, but right. I, I want to know who's at the front door, right, who's right. going in the backyard, who's right. in the kitchen, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I no. Just, uh, I just, I, I wish you well, but that this, yeah. this it's not as user friendly as I would hope. Yo, yeah. I'm just thinking you, your mom's gonna be like, Alexa, yes? turn these cameras off. Yes. God damn it. Grandma <laughs> 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 having a fucking party and shit. Alexa, yes? put on some Marvin Gaye. Yes. Turn these fucking cameras off. God damn it. And turn this shit out. Let's get turn it. this shit out. <laughs> Alexa, make me a drink, motherfucker. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all have met and my stop mom. closing y'all my know, shades. Y'all know how she is. <laughs> and stop closing my shades. Stop closing my fucking <laughs> shades. <laughs> 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 my shit. You know, <laughs> shout out to mom. Yeah, shout out to your mother, man. Beautiful woman, man. Yeah, for real, for real. Oh, oh boy. Man. when's her birthday? Uh, March thirtieth. She's an Aries. Okay, okay. So yeah. she's gonna be ninety next year. next year. She's gonna be ninety next year, and I'm oh, trying to do a party. Hopefully, COVID subsides, so all my brothers and and nephews and grandchildren and her grandchildren can fly in. Yeah. That'll, That'll be, be awesome. That'll be dope. Yeah, That'll be awesome. dope, man. Yeah. Last time we did a big party was like she was seventy five. That was night. Like, we did a surprise party, so I'm gonna try to do it again. Mm. Next year. My mother does not listen to the podcast, thank God, so we can, you know what I mean? But that'll be cool. 
Alexa, yes. play Dakota and 40, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to throw me a party. Very nice. Oh, <laughs> Let me tell y'all what I want. <laughs> Alexa, which list? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Ready? Let's book it. What's up with you, Rick? Oh, man. Look, I am excited that work is coming back. That's what's yeah. up. Production work Fine. is coming back. So I got a I got an email about some work that's coming up in September, October, which I know is it seems like it's far away from now, but it's it's like the light at the end of the tunnel. And mm. then I got another email on Saturday asking me about this week. I it was too it was too quick for me to make moves to like mm-hmm. shuffle around getting kid the kids to you know to day camp and um to grandma and who's gonna watch them during the day. But because they're calling, that means that things are happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very excited about that because now uh you know I can I can get back to work. Get some bread and shit. What's the project you're gonna work on? I'm just joking. I know you weren't gonna be oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to see that look on your face. <laughs> you like, how you do I fuck tell fuck this motherfucker to fuck off nicely? <laughs> you're doing this thing. It's, it's it's famous. I can tell you yeah. the famous no, people. You're gonna love it. Yeah, you're gonna it's it's gonna be awesome. No, there's, look, a, there's a couple look. of projects that I feel like are now starting to bubble and I'm we're ha- I'm at least having the conversation with people about how it could possibly happen. So this is all good news. This is all good. Rick, Rick be like, I'm working with a famous uh, director that his name rhymes with Beaven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've Word. actually already worked with Spielberg. Oh, oh, oh really? Flex. 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 Wow. Hold up. Flex. This motherfucker's arms is so swole right now from that flex. Oh, my he, God. Yo. Did you see I'm him gonna... lean into the mic? I've yeah, actually a, already his worked camera with camera is foggy from that flex. <laughs> so, so I guess you guys didn't watch this, this series on Discovery, uh, Why We Hate. Was that? I no, watched no. it. That, I didn't realize. You did it. watch it. Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. So it was executive produced by Spielberg yeah. and oh, wow. uh, Alex, uh, Alex Gibney. So... I, I didn't ever see Spielberg. He's not anywhere near <laughs> oh, okay. anything like, that I did. Like he was I'm just saying right? said it right. there like- is only one degree of separation, though. Okay. I can't Rick's, go to his house or anything. Rick, but Rick's like, I did see him leaving, <laughs> right? He was drinking a latte, and I was like, I'm Steven. He turned around, and he looked at me, and he just nodded his head. <laughs> that reminds me of that time, uh, Mac, when you and I were working on Harlem Magazine. Yeah, Throwback. Right. And I yeah. called Brian Glazer's office. Yeah. And I told them, yeah, this is Leon from Harlem Magazine. And they were like, hold on. I was like, if Brian picks up this phone, I'm going to shit my pants right now. <laughs> Did but, he pick but, up? No, the woman came back, was like, he's busy right now, but can he call you right back? She called, she came back on, she's like, Leon, who? No, she didn't. She just said, uh, can he call you right back? He never called me back. So, yo, shout out, shout out to Ian Will, man. I was thinking about those guys today. I was actually telling a story about Will and his pops, man. I, that guy did a lot for my likes, man. And, and I'm going to shout him out, man. But, um, yeah, man, we got to, I got to call them guys, man. Hall of Magazine, a, a, man. Around what year was this, was this happening? Oh, eight or nine. Yeah. That's about 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember working on a uh, Platinum Plus magazine. Oof. We tried to make that shit go. 
Another throwback. <laughs> it was yeah, great. Yeah. Good, yeah. Mag- good magazine. We bro. had a lot of fun doing it. We had a lot of fun doing it. Oh, oh shit. So we had this meeting with this with this publisher. We were trying to land a publisher to try to figure out how we're going to put out more issues of this magazine. This publisher has like 40 titles under under its name and a lot of them were like a lot of them were like titty and titty mags and like porn and but mm. the rest of them were were like legit magazine but like obscure shit like bass fishing bass fishing and then there was ass fishing because it had (laughs) (laughs) see what you gotta do is they they had both you You remove the b we still selling out in these streets baby (laughs) take that fish off the cover and put an ass there it's it's all gravy man (laughs) so so the guys that i was working with um we go into this meeting and out the gate, he starts lying about our, our distribution numbers, right? And the guy we're talking to is sitting there like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So who who do you work with? Oh, yeah, I know those guys. He calls them mm. while we're sitting right there. Mm. And it's like, yeah, we're, oh, yeah only, only 500? Okay, uh, yeah. Oh, 500 oh, yeah. Okay, okay. And then he starts, my boy starts coming up with some other, you know, bullshits like, oh, yeah, yeah, but we Besides them, you know, we also work with, you know, such and such. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we we work with them too, you know, um, mm. because apparently they are not only publishers, but they are also printers, which we wow. didn't know. Mm. So other publishers are coming to them to print their magazines. So we just shot ourselves <laughs> in the foot. That never, was the worst never lie like that. That was the day that I learned that don't lie on numbers you can't prove. Right. Mm, Shout out to that. Never do it. Make wow. them sound more important than they are. Right. But never lie on numbers that you can't prove. Absolutely. See, Platinum Plus is actually how I, I connected back to Rick because I was doing my magazine and he was yeah. working on Platinum Plus and I saw some dude taking pictures and I was like, that look like Rick. And sure enough, I was like, I was like, so he was taking pictures of models on the stage and I walked up and I was like, Rick, what up? He was like, yeah, what up? Platinum Plus. Shout out to Platinum Plus. Yeah, man. All right. So out of all the four of us, three of us are uh, follically uh, challenged. So we all have various different methods, methodologies and tools. And as a matter of fact, Alaric and I were just talking about because I recommended some stuff to him and he actually used it. And Leon and I have talked about this. So Vin don't have this problem, but we have been looking online as we've been kind of going into our social media about all these different hairline technologies, hairline replacement technologies. <laughs> and one of them we found uh, really interesting called the man weave. So, gentlemen, if your hair rolled back significantly enough that you felt this was necessary, is this something that you would investigate or invest in? George, <laughs> you want to get rid of that George Jefferson? I, I gotta be honest. I I watched those videos out of Atlanta, the man weave, just to see like what the technique was, because they first shown the end result, and then they show the guy when he came into the barbershop. I was like, how did they get from there to there? And they mm. go through the whole process, do the video. But you know, it, it's still at the end of the day, it's still a toupee, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I don't think I, I don't think I could do it. 
Yeah. But them waves though, after they after they fix it, them waves was fucking popping. I seen one. I seen one video where it looked like they were putting like strand by strand. It looked like a regular weave or whatever, and they yeah. glued it on the top of the head. It looked like ramen noodles, but when it was finished, the shit was faded and blended. Dude came out with the fucking spray thing on. The, it was tight. Dude came in there. He was sixty five years old. When he left, he was thirty five years old. <laughs> they they dyed his beard. Everything they did everything. There's a sister out of Atlanta. She's doing a lot of that work. And I, I remember sitting and just watching her videos for probably half the night, maybe three or four hours, just going through all her videos. And there was a moment while I'm watching, like, could I? But immediately <laughs> after, it was like, nah. I, I just, I don't know. First of all, I'm very comfortable with shaving my head. Yeah. Um, I like that look. I, it would be weird at this point to have yeah. uh, a, a, even the lightest of Caesars. So it... Uh, <laughs> that- that was my thought. Like, if I just show up with, you know, fucking kid and play high top tomorrow, everybody's Looking like, like Steve no, 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 no. You can't, you couldn't do that. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Like, I miss Rick. my locks. I sometimes, some days I do miss my locks, right? Mm-hmm. And they do have the locks too. Why'd you cut yeah, your locks, Rick? Was that hairline or was it just time? No, it was, it was 12 years. I, it was just a long time and I just needed to freshen up and, you know what's funny? So my ex started my locks. She actually was the one that twisted, did the first twist mm. in my hair, right? So she was in there. Mm. A week after I cut my hair, I met my wife. Oh, mm. shit. Seven days. Boy, she put some voodoo on you. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I will twist your hair. And you don't put you. No one will mess with you. No, that's, that's I think your hair, your hair, your hair, your hair carries course. a lot of energy. And yeah. um, I needed to shed at that minute, at that point in my life, I needed to shed that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also found out that my hairline was thinning, which I couldn't tell because I had such thick mm-hmm. locks. I think uh, I might have saw you probably about a week or two after you cut it off. And mm-hmm. I need, and and I I don't know if you told me or not. I remember just seeing the head and be like, oh shit! Dude, I think I posted it on off. Facebook. You, you posted the locks. Shocking. The the actual right. picture of the locks in, in a like just laying there. And I was like, yo, he cut all his hair off. Right. Like, Jesus Christ, man. You cut him off yourself? No. no I went to the a bar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a shock. That was a shock. The locks and Rick were like, you know. But I planned it for like a week. Mm. Because uh, that was the first autoerotica. Mm. I wanted to cut it wow. off, but I was like, we we're about to have the first autoerotica. And I didn't want the conversation to be about my head. So I mm. waited until Autorotic was over and then I cut mm. it like wow. the next day or the next two days. So when you cut the locks off, uh, your ex's, one of her hands started to shrivel up and shake. <laughs> she fucking turned into the goddamn uh, dude from Star Wars. Oh, my powers are weakening now. And then she came back to the show and tried to date him with a coat over her arm. That's the same. Oh, <laughs> not little arm. Wait, so oh, how much time had passed between you breaking up with your ex and you cutting your hair? Between I mean, are we, are we cutting my hair? No, no, no. We're talking years. Oh, years. okay. All right. Gotcha. Years. You know, I respect people getting work done. I, I really do. I want to. I want to state this. I, I really respect people. If you want to get a little tweak or a little a nip and a tuck, and some people need it, like I get it. I get that. I have never in my life thought any of these hair replacements of any kind are are for me. Hmm. If you need that to feel good about yourself, God bless. Whatever it is, right? Um, 
the only thing I will admit to is when I started going gray a little bit, I had a little gray going on in my beard and all of that. I did buy a box of just for men, which I still have. <laughs> I've wow. never opened it. It still sits. Is Walt, is Walt Frazier on the cover? No, I don't think. Zipping so. and sipping. And I never used it. I opened it up. I was like, this is way too much work. Um, I think we need to have a certain respect for just growing old gracefully, man. Like, I think yeah, it's got to be absolutely. a certain. Yeah. So none of this hair replacement. Uh, but I, it's interesting to see how many people had it that I missed. Like, mm. in the beginning, I didn't know Steve Harvey had a piece on. Mm. Like, I wasn't aware. That shit was I, so I perfect. I just wasn't because yeah, it was good. It was good piece. I I just wasn't aware, and then I was like, "Oh, it just don't look right." And then I'm, you like, know what? When you when you say it was a good piece, I don't know if it was a good piece because the hair the, the hair the hair just didn't look good. Yeah, his his line was way too straight, way too straight. <laughs> but have you seen a bad piece? I've seen a bad piece. Yeah, I've seen, I've I've seen, seen a bad, bad piece. piece. Yeah. I, well, I haven't seen Even one in person. Take the piece off. You think that's a, Does piece? He have a piece? I don't know. Not, I don't know. No, no, he just got a fucked up hairline. No, nah, man. As far as the grays, though, I am committed to the grays. I feel like we earn them. Yeah. And well, I, I say that until as long as my <laughs> beard stays gray, if it starts turning like that dirty brown yellow, then I'm going to die. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I hate that. Color. It's good. Well, that's that's for people who probably smoke and just eat uh, canned meats okay. should yeah, be sliding on their bed. <laughs> I got a little on my beard. I got a little on my beard right there. As long as it stays gray and silver, I'm good. Well, you know what? If if I have to go, if I have to shave all my hair off and I go bald, I'm gonna get one of those fucking Shaolin kung fu wigs, and I'm gonna wear that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Your kung fu is bullshit. I'm just gonna wear one of them shits. Straight ponytail. I, I haven't I haven't seen any gray. Well, I I cut I cut my hair pretty pretty close. There was a couple of grays when it grows in on the side here, but I haven't really seen any in my beard. Hmm. Um, but I've seen a couple gray pubes. Which I promptly uh, pulled out and threw in the toilet because I can't have it down there. Man, hold up, hold up, and not right and, now. And then the follicles like, hold my beer. <laughs> I'll be back with more. <laughs> oh shit! Now, nah, well, you know what? When when I don't have a goatee, man, like I have pretty much a white beard at this point. You know what I mean? And my hair, forget about it. One of my cousins this weekend. I, I shout out to my cousin uh, Missy in uh, California. She sh- she sent the picture where her head was down. She's like, oh, look at all these grays. I was like, hold my beer. I sent the picture on top of my head. She was like, God damn. She's like, this shit look like a cauliflower. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's real. And my other cousin was with her, was like, what's going on? Why why is it so white and gray? Is everything okay? And I'm like, yo, it's life. Like, you know, yeah. I can't help it. You know what I mean? My father grayed early and, you know, and that's, uh, I guess, a genetic trait. I got but, gray um, eyelashes. Mm. Wow. Whoa. Shit. You know, had he a got stress in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, my eyes are stressing. You ain't seen what I see. <laughs> These eyes are gray. <laughs> These eyelashes are gray from the demons I seen. <laughs> in I can streets. see the pain in your eyes, my son. Yeah, yeah. Gray eyelash, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, so none of you would get it? Who would get it? No. I for sure. I, I don't think I could do it, man. I don't know, That's man. The money was no object. That's but look, you, you you guys proposed uh getting me the man weave <laughs> and the man beard weave. Wow. Right? Because I think it maybe is like $500 each. 
Wow. And I said I would take on that bet and I would wear that. I would rock that for a week. But you also have to pay me the equivalent of whatever it costs to you do. You kind of look like a black kung just fu master. It. You kind of look like a black kung fu master. I like, <laughs> Lady, like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when well, you I, listen to this podcast, we're going to set up a GoFundMe, right? And <laughs> you can go fund Rick's, Rick's. fucking transformation. Uh, with the man weave and beard. It's, it's and man weave, me, man beard. Is I listen yo, to man yo, beard I, weave. I, I, before, I, I think I'll say it again. I think we need to find whatever company that that, that is to sponsor this experiment. Wow. And okay. get people to vote on should he keep it or not. I I honestly would be kind of excited about not the hair, not the man weave, but the beard. The beard be weave. Really wow. Yeah, because I can't grow. I can't grow a beard. I can't yeah. grow a full beard. I could just oh, see him man. stroking that shit like the like, <laughs> like, like the motherfucking kill Bill. Like, like, he'd, be like, he'd be like, so Vincent. <laughs> so I'm working on this film that I yeah, can't yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. that I can't talk about. Seriously. <laughs> be great. I would oh, love that. Shit. That is that is if true. I could I have a Rick Ross beard. Uh, Rick Ross what? beard. I would love a Rick Ross beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I just you know, the maintenance of it. The maintenance of it is the thing. It's it's a lot. I mean, yeah. I, I grow I can grow a pretty thick beard, and when it gets to a certain uh length, it just it fucking itches and and then there's a lot of maintenance. And like uh, I've been to the barber shop where my barber does one of those beards, like a guy has his own beard. I mean, this dude was washing the beard, then he finishes washing it, then he has to put the dye on it, then yeah. he lets it dry, and then it's a, then it's like a painstaking with the with the shaping of it then they pull out the razor this shit is like right. a, it's like getting a haircut yeah, pretty is. much and was this person bald yeah he was bald he was bald <laughs> that's that, that i mean so your maintenance uh, goes from the top of your head uh, to the bottom of your chin yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly you know and it's it's a lot i i literally just shaved and i shave when it starts itching and i i, I think i can grow a beard but every time it gets to a point i'm just i can't deal and i cut it off yeah. can't deal yeah i don't I, I i don't like that i find myself like always touching my beard yeah, COVID, yeah. COVID. It's COVID not even alert. COVID. It just, it's just weird. It's like, it's like I look at myself. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what do you stop touching yourself on your face? Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck I is wrong know. with you? You loving yeah. yourself, nigga? Don't right, love right, yourself. Right, right, right. Hey, 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 hey! What are you gonna do next? Stroke you gray eyelashes? <laughs> <laughs> when I try to grow a full beard, this shit is so sad because it only grows on the edges. Oh wow! Like this. Uh, the roster man did. Yeah. It's only it's only been in the last two years that I can even get this to connect if I want to. Oh, Rick, Rick will be sixty five years old. I finally got my beard <laughs> all these years. <laughs> my wife oh, has banned me from cutting off all my facial hair. I cut it all all off one time, and she was like, "Don't ever do that shit again." She, she looked like a fucking I, 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 like, like you sixteen. I, please stop that shit. Like my whole face was bald, and, and she didn't say sixteen though. <laughs> she, she did. I know what she meant. She didn't mean it. She, she like but, uh, stop trying to look her. young so you get them hoes. You, know you gotta mean? get that young my, face. My whole face was bald. She didn't. That, oh, the facial hair is good. The head, the head on top, not so much. Not so yeah. much. The crazy thing is, I couldn't even grow a beard or a mustache in my twenties, and then all of a sudden it was like, all right, I gotta maintain this. Mm-hmm. I used to wish for it. Now I'm like, eh. Yeah, it, it started for me like about 21 when it was like fully, you know, I had it in by 18, 19, but like 21 when it's when you go to the barber and now they're actually cutting the beard and how, what do you want? And it's it's like you wanted it as when you're young, but then you got to shave that motherfucker right. in and it gets, it's a pain in the ass, man. It's a pain in yeah, the my ass. youngest, uh, when he sees me shaving, he uh, wants to shave. Actually, I remember, damn it, man, my oldest saw me shaving my head one time. 
And he decided he was going to go shave his head. Oh, it freaked me out because it's obviously a razor, but I think he oh. he he picked up a very dull razor. Oof. So, but it was enough to cut his hair like a little bit. Oh, so man. I was like, it's it's crazy to how your sons are watching you and yeah, you know, yeah. realize even those little things that they're trying to emulate. <laughs> Boy, who Zeke your hairline just now? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Me? I seek my own shit. Yeah. Don't it look good? No, it doesn't. Now this kid is growing locks, which is crazy because it's which which so I, which which no. one? The oldest young? Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. So oh, I, I think about shit. that energy that um. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Man weaves, get them or don't get them. We are approximately 100 days from Election Day. Mm. And your main man, Joe Biden, has a choice to make in the next uh, apparently week or so. He's going to be making, uh, by the time this podcast is released, he will have made this election. Um, So we are all, uh, we've been having a, a private discussion that we decided to talk about on the podcast about who Joe Biden would select should select and how that will impact America at large or America in general for his vice president. He has already committed to picking a woman. I am of the belief that he's going to pick a woman of color. Not everyone agrees with me. What do you guys think? I don't trust him. I don't trust it. And I don't trust, I don't, I don't, I don't trust where the nation is on as a whole, as much as the black lives matter movement has taken hold and, and things are, 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 starting to, I would say, change. And I use that word lightly because nothing really has changed. They've done some, you know, websites have put Black Lives Matter movement on it. There's Juneteenth as a holiday in some states or New York was the first to do it. A lot of uh, icing on the cake, nothing really substantial to me. But I look at the other side of the coin and there's still a lot of angry white folks. And I think it mm-hmm. comes down to what they find in their polls and whether or not they feel that they can win with a white woman as a vice president as opposed to a black woman. I, I think that it's 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 a it's a thin tightrope and they're trying to navigate it because they don't want to take any chances of Trump winning again. So if they can do it with a white woman, they're going to do it with a white woman, I think, over a black woman. And I think it's a, it's it's dicey. It's dicey. You know, and th- and not to say that any of those black women are, are are definitely well, not all of them, but I would say most of them that are that are there are overqualified and definitely could do the job. Mm-hmm. But this is America. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? And some, that's what some it is. Some are overqualified. I'm gonna walk through everybody, but Leon L. So I think I agree with Vin that uh, Biden's VP pick is really going to be strategized to neutralize white fear. Um, or actually I was just thinking a new word that I heard is, um, melanemic fear. Wow. I love that terminology. Who came up with that? Yeah. Uh, Jane Elliott. Elliott. Jane Elliott. Melanemic. That shit is dope. And I think the, the, the goal is to try to neutralize this, this growing sense of angst and slow, uh, slippage of power or really, I'm not even going to say it's power. It's the illusion is being cracked that this idea of whiteness or whoever subscribes to whiteness or whoever finds shelter on the idea of uh, white supremacy. That's what's 
uh, under under attack, if you will, um, right now. And so he needs to figure out how do I make black people okay with my pick at the same time? How do I address this growing white fear that's occurring in the country? I think to exactly your point is how they're calculating what it is that they're going to do, because in our conversation uh, the other day, Mac, you said that a non-vote is a vote for Trump. 100%. And that's how a lot of black folks are going to think. So no matter who he picks as his VP, people are going to vote Biden. So that is part of their calculation. So there's no guarantee that his neck, that his, that his running mate is going to be a black woman. I would like it to be a black woman. That's where I think that's where you misunderstood my point. I just don't think it's guaranteed that it's going to be a black woman. I don't think that the Democrats, the Democrats are going to do what's best for the Democrats, not what's best for black people or for uh, our cause or our needs. And they've proven that over and over again. I don't need to see them do it again in order to make it real. It's already real. I, I think it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed a black woman in his Nothing wife. is guaranteed. Uh, let, let me tell you my, my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. It's guaranteed to be a black woman because can we agree at this point that Black Lives Matter has gotten, to, whatever you think about Black Lives Matter, whatever we've discussed in the past, whatever it is, real or perceived, Black Lives Matter is a movement that has captured the the ethos in the fabric of America. Can we agree on that point? Sure. So when I see Quaker Oats, Uber, and 15 other companies putting Black Lives Matter in their header, it's good marketing. It's good Mm -hmm. press. It's good publicity. Why would he not capitalize on that? Why would he not piggyback on that? And it is, hold on, it is the fundamental, it is the quint, other than we hate Trump, and COVID, it is the quintessential social topic of our time for him to not put a black woman on a black woman on that VP ticket and capitalize on that energy would not only be nonsensical and foolish, but it would be absolutely asinine and just bad politics. My two cents. That shit was so fucking with the fervor you said that with. I think you underestimate yes. the caucasity of white people. Yes. No, I don't. I don't. He, I don't. he is known as Joe from Scranton, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. He is the Rust Belt candidate. Yes, that's true. That's what they're that's what they are focused on. What think about what happened to our communities in the 80s and the 90s in regards to um, crack cocaine, right? We never thought for a second that moving towards the year 2019, 2018, that they would be developing policies to actually help addicts rather than just lock up addicts, right? These are the same people. They are scrambling to help the children of these working class white people, the unheard voices, that's who they are worried about. Because as you said, a non-vote is a vote for Trump. And that's the line they're going to run. And not that's not to say that it's impossible that they're going to choose a black candidate. I'm saying, don't think you have it so locked in 
that they are not going to go a different way and we're still going to be with them. But because this is what I this is exactly what I was talking about when I was talking about holding our vote for what serves our community. And people are not ready to do that because they think helping the Democrats vote Trump out of office is somehow helping their cause. It's, it's not necessarily numbers. the let case. Me, let me it's all about that. numbers, too. It's all about numbers. Trump can win without the black vote. Biden cannot. And whatever we want to think about it, Obama stimulated the African-American and the minority vote significantly enough in addition to stimulating the white vote to win. Because a lot of people that voted for Obama voted for Trump. However, Trump has proven himself moronic, incapable, and quite frankly, dangerous to this country by allowing the coronavirus to run rampant through our country and not do anything about it, not even inform the people that they should be wearing masks, but tell them not to, to cause a debate. Like, I have a problem overall because people on the news on both sides are telling me not to believe what I'm, I, I have, I have a, I have a mentor named Virginia. She's about sixty some odd years old, and she said something to me, and I totally agree with it. The TV is asking me not to believe what I see in front with my very own eyes. I'm seeing it happen, and you're telling me that it's not true. And I have fundamentally have a problem with that. However, at the same time, what people are doing is they're going to get leverage wherever they can, and that black when when you see the Caucasian element of Black Lives Matter out there protesting, right? You want to capture that because guess what? We only got to beat them. We only got to beat Trump in Florida, Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. He can't win without that. If you take away Florida, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, and Ohio, he's a body. He's done. He's finished. So all we need to do is significantly move the needle enough to do that and to do that, you put a black woman on a ticket, these sisters is going to come out and the brothers is going to come out too, quite frankly. And that Black Lives Matter white contingent is going to support that team, whoever, whoever, whoever they, they ride with. So I want you to be careful about what Biden is doing, because I listened to a portion of what he was talking about with Barack in that yeah. little uh, piece that they put out in his language. He's starting to talk about his VP pick has to be compatible with him has to be compatible with his ideals with his agenda and with his platform so that's giving him wiggle room in the event that he needs to pivot and say i needed to find someone who was in lock and step with me and that may i would have loved to have picked a black woman but i needed someone that i knew in, in the heat of any battle that was going to be there be the last person in the room for me that's what he said yeah, I agree that he probably is going to pick a black woman. But as any politician, he is giving himself some wiggle room in the event that he needs to pivot to a non-black woman. Don't be Weebay. Don't be the new Weebay. Because yeah. you will be like, yo, I can't believe he did this. Uh, you had a lot of faith. Me, you had a lot of faith in them. I'm in marketing. You guys know. I just know a sister is the play. All right. So let me walk through the candidates real quick. I'll run through them and then we can circle back. Stacey Abrams, who ran for governor and lost. Tammy Baldwin, sen senator from Wisconsin. 
Don't even know who that is. Karen Bass, who threw me shade. Shout out to Karen for throwing me shade in Central Park at the, uh, I forgot what the name of the conference is. But, she, uh, I think she's at the top of the list. So there you go. You have you have a potential VP. Then he just lost my vote. vote. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> You have a potential VP who threw you shade. Keisha Lance Bottoms, mayor of Atlanta. Stay in Atlanta. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Win the governorship first. Why don't oh, we go so, from the so, top? Everybody make a comment. Everybody yeah. makes oh, a quick comments. All right. So Bottoms, um, the thing is, it's only been... Was it uh, two mayors who have ever been asked to be VP, hmm. uh, and one of them is Coolidge, who actually became the VP. Trump. The other, the other one was uh, Sarah Palin. Trump right? had no so, experience. Trump, no. Sarah no, Palin was Palin governor. Was the governor. Governor. No, but she was also a mayor as well at the no, time. Yeah, or, when she was picked, she was governor. Okay, but the bottom bottom line is that there hasn't been a lot of mayors picked. And I'm not saying that uh, Ms. Bottoms couldn't do the job, but it's just highly unlikely he's going to go that low in the uh, political landscape. I hear what you're saying, but here's why I disagree with that is because Pete Buttigieg was a mayor and he ran for president. He was white. If there was no also not the candidate. And if there was no coronavirus, I'm just saying, wait, wait, this is my thing. This is my thinking. If there was no coronavirus and there was no Black Lives Matter, He'd have been a VP pick. No, he still wouldn't have beat. No, but I think would. he would have. But what my point was, though, is that it goes back to that 80-20. He's a white mayor with 20% qualifications and was like, fuck it, I could be the president. <laughs> and we look at Keisha Bottoms, who's a mayor who probably has 80% qualification, and we look at her like, come on, sis. I just want her to stay in Atlanta because well, I think she has a lot of good work to do. I just want to say not all of us Fuck no, no, I'm, say, I'm not. I'm just. I'm no, no. no I'm, I'm not I'm, throwing I'm shade being, at her. Uh, I'm general. not throwing shade at her. I'm. I'm looking at from the standpoint of white folks who want to vote for Biden, and there's going to be white folks like, well, you know, was she the best person? Was she the one that was qualified? They're going to question that. Expect especially they're going to do that with all of them. But That's I'm the saying, his, but from his a historical. Uh, point of view. They haven't picked a lot of mayors to become a VP no, before. N- no, I, I get so what they're you're gonna, saying. They're going to hit that. They, they, I'm, what I'm pushing back on is that we would allow white males to to make that Herculean jump. Of course. But then Ooh. when we look at other people of color trying to make that same jump, it's like, come on, pump your brake. But, but why? I would make that critique. You That was your critique of Judge. I didn't. Well, first of all, I didn't think Buttigieg was, was going to... He wasn't going to beat Trump. Not no, in but America. Did, but you, did you think he was out of his league to even be in the race? I didn't think he was going to even come close to being a nominee. Okay. All right. I, I, yeah, I thought he was going to get further than he did. All right. So, so, so Stacey Abrams. She's a loser. Oh, whoa, whoa. Not, not saying she's a, not saying that she is a loser. Like she's not a good person loser. I mean, she lost the governor. Um, well, she was cheap. Governor, she still lost. You feel Democrats she, don't like losers. Uh, I don't like Stacey for VP. I like her for another cabinet position. Agreed. No. I'm going to say Stacey is awesome, but she's doing good work in Georgia. She needs to fix that. Love her. I think she needs to go back in the oven and bake a little, not because she's not capable, but because she is. There's other things that she needs to be doing. Tammy Baldwin, we're going to skip her. I don't know who that is. Karen Bass. Karen Bass is a safe pick. Safe pick. Boring. I I don't know. She's she's the Tim Kaine, like that article said. She's the Tim Kaine. She's Tim Kane. Val Demings from Florida. I, I like Val Demings. That's who I want him to pick. Tammy I don't Duff- know enough about her. Agreed. I don't know enough about Val Demings, and I don't know if she delivers Florida. Uh, Tammy Duckworth from Illinois. Don't know. 
that's 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 a negative because if we're talking about she needs to be a black woman, Tammy's a, a woman of color, but and she's got some incredible uh, decorations that go along with her name before service. But mm-mm. Kamala is she Harris. military, yeah, Kamala she lost Harris. Two legs in uh, combat. Oh. Jesus. two legs as the vi- as the VP. No, no not gonna happen. happen. They won't let it happen. They, that, that is not- so like handicapped. No, All right. no, that's that's. I'm not. Um, look, that's America. <laughs> This is America. That's that's a lot for America to handle it all, all at one time. Right, right. Black women so, with no legs, we gotta vote for her. Jesus, it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. Zombies and UFOs, B. Zombies. All right. All right. If Kamala she's Harris. a lesbian, it's a lot. If she's a lesbian, it's a lot. <laughs> she's Kamala? not. I don't think so. Uh, Kamala's not going to make it. Kamala they already, they, they, all, they already putting the, the soft uh, shots out at her to let folks know that she's not. She's not going to be Kamala Harris for AG. She gonna put everybody in jail. That's my girl. I don't, I don't even think he'll pick up for AG because I think they're trying to create the wedge where it's like, listen, she's not on pay, she's not on board with me. She's not a, she's not in lock and step with me. I need Kamala. I need Kamala and for people in jail. Nobody I, better. Nobody and better. And the fact that they put out that hit piece with um sorry um Dodd uh, Senator Dodd that's trying to separate Biden from Kamala. I thought that Kamala was going to be the ideal pick because. Because of the tension they had during the campaign, the The initial campaign and the debates, they went at it head to head. And Biden and her and the busing, I thought that if they came together after that and, and they shook hands and they said, we are working towards an America together. Oh, that probably would have blew the roof off of America. That's why if you read that uh, piece with uh, Senator Dodd, he's mm-hmm. saying she did not show enough contrition. I also That's where the white supremacy thing comes in. Exactly. Exactly. Right, that's where the white supremacy thing comes in. Right. And they can't stifle themselves long enough to say you have a voice here. Right. Because she said that's politics. But I also think Kamala in a negative way because uh, she's got a record of putting a lot, a lot of... Uh, black and brown folks in jail as well. Not that it's like, oh, it's the worst thing ever because you have Biden who who created the crime bill who's running for president. Right. I, but I think that the that the Republicans are going to use that and they're going to go right for that. You know, this, you know, she's supposed to be one of you, but she was locking you guys up. They, they're going to spin that shit. It's going to affect voting is what I'm saying. All right. Next candidate, my personal favorite, and this is my pick. I think she's the trifecta. Susan Rice, most stable candidate. Most experienced, best tied to Obama, infallible, can take the heat. Nothing can shake her. I think Susan Rice is the pick. She's not progressive. It's status quo. I think the country needs boring right now. And the country wants, after Trump, don't mm. you want, I, I You're miss. talking about 50 days of protesting. You think this country needs boring right I now? I think Susan Rice is stability. And I think Susan For Rice who? is the most qualified of all of the candidates. Of no. all of the candidates, she's been, what? she's been Secretary of State. Who else has reached and, that and pinnacle? The, and the Chief of National Wait, has she been Secretary of State or NSA? Both. No. Susan she was, Rice. She was Secretary, State, Secretary of State during, I think, the Obama administration, correct? Yeah. She's been Okay, she's been U.S. Ambassador to United Nations, National Security Advisor. That's what it was. And uh, advised both John Kerry, Michael Dukakis, Obama held positions in Clinton administration. Hillary was Secretary of State. Right, right, right. Sorry, right, sorry. Right, no, you're, you're right, right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, she and she was Assistant Secretary of State. Oh, okay. That's what she was. So, so, but to me, 
She got Hillary's Susan, coffee. Susan Rice can take the heat. <laughs> she can take Trump's heat. She can take the whole Trump administration. No, she's smart. She's super. She's super smart. And super I do smart. like her. I, I can't even front. I do like her. I don't know. I first of all, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't know any of these candidates that are going to be uh, hella progressive, which I think is what the country needs. It's not going to be that. No, it's because not. Because we're talking. We're talking about the Democratic Party. Right. We're talking AOC, about the party AOC line. AOC twenty twenty eight. AOC is not. No, the, yo, I mean, could you imagine if AOC is the candidate? No, the, no, no, no. Honestly, honestly, if you guys want to do your research, that if, would set the country. If, on fire. if Cuomo don't run, I think it's Gavin from California and AOC as vice president is the play. That's my thing. But no, I'm, that's like 2024, 2028. No, no, no. What if he chooses 2024 AOC? as a- AOC? Yeah, Biden, Biden's not going to run again. Biden can't. He's gonna be too old. He can't run. No, no. He, he's listen, a one-term president. If he finishes the, the term, word. Which is why the VP pick is so important. And that's why they're gonna pick a white woman. And the last <laughs> pick, and the last pick, which I think is Alaric's favorite, Elizabeth Warren. Um, it's it's not a question of being favorite. It's a question well, of what they. I, I, I'll I'll choose my favorites and tell you who they are. Suzanne Rice is actually my favorite. Really? Okay. In 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 this scenario, I want you to stop calling her Suzanne though. Susan, Thank Susan, you. Suzanne, <laughs> Suzanne, come. Her name is not Susan. <laughs> Suzanne, Susan, Susan. Okay, Susan Rice. Why? But why? Um, I think she's got the experience. I think um, foreign relations. She's got the experience as an ambassador. She's got the experience and national security. Um, and I think those are all things that they're going to use as selling points. They don't have to sell her to us. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's not who they're selling to right now. Absolutely. We don't have to worry about that. They're going to use those points to sell her to the rest of the country, selling them to selling her to middle America and those swing voters in those swing states, those those independent independent voters. That's who they're gunning for. Can I can that's, I say this? Though? Yeah, there, there is no such thing as swing voters anymore. That's a myth. What? I don't believe that's true. That's a myth. You can't vote for Obama and Trump and say there's no swing voters. Where where are the swing voters? At this point, either you're voting for Democrat, you're voting for Republican, or you're not voting at all. There is no swing. Nobody is talking about... Not voting at all is a swing voter. That's not a swing voter. It is. That's an apathetic voter. Okay, if you want to call it a swing voter, but then I'm saying they're not going to vote. That you want to vote for. They're not going to Here's why I would classify that as a swing voter. Because if you can motivate that person to come out and vote, you can't. That That's is, what I'm saying. But they're, why they're, can't you? They are they either going be. to stay home or they're going to vote for someone. Uh, OK. And they're going to vote for whoever they believe, according to the party that they cheerlead for. So if so, anybody so you just, need to sell them something to get no, them out of there. You, no, yeah, you need you to motivate. You need to motivate the people who are going to vote for you. That's it. Going for these mythological people who are kind of sitting on the fence. That's at this exactly point, how Trump won. No, ex- no, that was ex- his exact playbook. Because he, he, went he to, won because exact, they ex- did not motivate the people that needed to go out and vote. And Trump did. He went to those places that they didn't go but to. But those are not swing voters. Swing voters suggest okay. that I might if vote we, for a Republican. We, You're talking about independent voters, right? And I classify myself as an independent voter, but I've okay. already made the decision that I'm not going to vote for Trump. Right. OK. I'm also not of the decision I'm necessarily going to vote for Biden. I've said I'm going to vote down the ticket for Democrats because mm-hmm. I want the change to occur in the Senate and the House. 
a non-vote is a vote for Trump. That's my thoughts. Uh, okay, that's that's your opinion. Th- th- thank God I have my right. own vote. Absolutely. All right. So, so now if if we can if we can agree that we have a different definition of what the swing vote might be, they have to. They're going to have to motivate. They're going to have to sell this ticket to people who wouldn't vote for them. I, I don't think those people exist. Okay. We are going to see, right? We're going to see. We're going to see. You are listening to Decoding. 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 40. 40. Decoding 40.com. Yo, we need to get together and get drunk and high and just <laughs> fucking kill together in a park. Like, Leave I don't in nobody's house. Well, th- this bring is, your own blunts. Listen, yeah. we were talking about it uh, going to Rick's house because Rick has a big enough backyard where we can easily practice social distancing. Rick, can we get to your backyard without going through your house, though? Uh, going through the house is fine. What I would suggest is that when we come to the door, we take our shoes off. We walk through the house without our shoes on and we get to the backyard. We put our shoes back on. We're not there we're about it. That's fine. No, I, I'm, I'm if, just saying if, from if a was, safe perspective. But if it was if it was like that, we could just walk through the basement. We can go through the basement. Yeah, we don't have to walk. You're gonna smoke through a mask? Oh, come on. Yeah, I want to smoke a cigar too, man. I haven't smoked a cigar in how long? Have we? When's the last time we went to a cigar bar? Last I smoked a cigar. Shit, that was in January. At least February, January. Yeah, holy shit. At least February, January. It's July, about to be August. What does that tell you? It was February. It was February. Because that was that time I had to take the shit and uh, Link was there. Word. <laughs> Word. Mm. Word. Well, cool. That's been another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, a.k.a. Whoopi. What did we learn today, fellas? I learned that I don't trust the white racist <laughs> power structure in America <laughs> in general. to pick uh, uh, <laughs> a black running mate, uh, whether it be Biden picking a black running mate. I just don't see it. I'm sorry. Mac, I hope you're right. I really do hope you're right. And I hope that it doesn't deter white people from voting for Biden because of it. And I, you have to be conscious of who his running mate is going to be, because if they've ever said defund the police and thing like that, it's going to blow up in their face. That's just my two cents. Rick, what'd you learn? I learned that you may be an agent and I'm keeping an eye on Wow. Don't try to wow. don't try to sell me. Don't try to sell me. I'm watching. <laughs> wow. if he start, look, when he's having a conversation, if he starts lifting his lapel towards your mouth, goes, go ahead and say that. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Speaking my, my shoulder. I don't shoulder. know what he's doing all these recordings, but um <laughs> that's hilarious. That's what's oh, up. Man. What'd you learn out? Well, actually, what I learned today had nothing to do with the show. So the day that we're recording this, John Lewis was laid to rest, well, at least in state today. And on the other end of me feeling the sorrow for his death, I actually found out that Toby in Wigway has an NPR tiny desk performance that is absolutely fire. And if anybody doesn't know who Toby is, he's the brother who put out the video that says, arrest the killers of Brianna Taylor. And he's got another one that uh, something about try Jesus. Uh, Cause I throw hands, but oh, his, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that one. I like that one. Try Jesus. Don't try me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, try yeah, Jesus. yeah. His, his NPR tiny is so wonderfully done. 
that it was the perfect book in for me to move out of that space of sorrow and into a space of invigoration and power and just taking all the energy that uh, John Lewis put in the world and being able to kind of siphon it into my soul and, 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 and move forward in the way that I live and the way that um, I want my family to move. So uh, I'm, I'm appreciative for, for both of those things happening today. Mm. Fuck. How do I follow that shit up? Yeah, that was dope. I learned that uh, Alaric's a Republican. And, uh, <laughs> what? What? That, um, and, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's fine. It's fine. And and what else did I learn? Um, I learned we have a fucking amazing show and we have an amazing platform. And, um, you know, I'm just excited that, you know, to see what we do with it. And I feel like we got our swag back. And I just appreciate all the listeners that that tune in every week. Um, to mess with us and 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 um, I'm excited to see what we do with it, man. That's it. And we're doing it independent oh. of any major studio right now. And we're I'm learning <laughs> to add on to what I learned. I'm learning that we don't need them, and we could do this just the way we're doing it right now. And when we're able to get into the same room, and we can probably get an additional piece of equipment, it'll be even doper. But right now, we're making it happen through what's going on in the world. And we're pulling out, we're pushing out good content, man. That's 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 what that's it is. all it's about. That's it. You know what I mean? Facts. Facts. Did, did I tell you a, a friend of mine who is in the industry? He said, "Yo, I really appreciate what you're doing because y'all are doing it on your own terms and you're building your own platform." Mm-hmm. No that's doubt. Dope. That's dope. No doubt. That's dope. And hopefully yeah. next week. Uh, L gets a better internet connection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not just me this he week. Sound, it's he everybody. Like, he sound like hey, Max Headroom. But it's mostly you. Max Headroom ass motherfucker. Max Headroom ass motherfucker. So this has been another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with all of my peoples. We appreciate you guys for listening. And catch us every Friday with a new episode and every Monday on Facebook and YouTube. With the coding 40 after dark. We appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace. Decoding 40.